Hello, this is Kenya, and welcome to my Magical Cottagecore Life. Today, I want to talk to you about something that has been a year in the making. It took a lot of patience, it took a lot of time, not a lot of work on my part, but quite a bit of adventure on the green people part. What I want to talk to you about is something that even if you're not in a farm and just have a small garden, this can definitely be part of your cottage core experience and journey. What am I talking about? Today I'm talking about saving seeds from your garden. And at this point you're probably wondering, how can I possibly be saving seeds from my garden at this time of year? Well, I'll tell you. And it has to do with the story of one massive and plucky collard green plant. So get out your big book of stuff, because today we're going to talk about saving seeds from a collard green plant. So last year, I planted a massive garden. I do it every year with my husband. And if we're going to be honest, he really is doing more of the actual planting labor. I'm more of like, can we put it here in my contribution? Um, I help seed. I dig sometimes. I sort the seeds. I help them grow. And I'm always down the reap. But... I sing to them and I talk to them sometimes and I come out and explore sometimes so I guess you know we we help pick out what plants will go but really he's more the green man than me so last year we planted collard greens among the bok choy and the onions right next to the white whorehound and we ate so well last year we had cabbages and lettuces and all sorts of alliums and it was beautiful and delicious and nutritious but there's a thing when you're going to have a garden you have to make a decision on whether or not you are going to reap everything in your garden or if you're going to let some things overwinter and of course those are cold weather crops everything won't overwinter but some things do and in this case we decided to leave our biggest and healthiest collard to overwinter here in Michigan. So, let me tell you how that turned out. So you may hear birdsong behind me and the sound of geese. And that's because I'm outside in my garden looking at this rather impressive collard green plant. And it is the largest one that we had. It was the healthiest one. And when you're deciding whether or not you're going to save seeds, you want to pick the healthiest, most robust plant in the garden and let that one be the one that you're going to collect seeds from. In this particular case, collards taste better after first and second frost. So even if we weren't going to save seeds, we wouldn't have picked it early. But 
we decided to let this overwinter and this year now at mm, I want to say we are in the end of May I was going to say the middle but we're at the end of May it is flowering beautifully I may take a picture and put it in the Shire so that you can see what it looks like because just telling you about it is not going to give it justice it has the most beautiful arrays of yellow flowers going up these green stalks and it looks almost like it's an upside down ruffled skirt it's so gorgeous and again it is the most hardy and robust that was in the garden and that's what you want to do because what you're doing is you're taking the genetic material from that year and ensuring that the biggest and the brightest and the best continues on to help reproduce more of the biggest and the brightest of the best into you know the world so that's what we're doing and of course there's nothing wrong with the other ones but this one we've decided to let it flower out instead of going into the pot and I can't say anything other than I am immensely pleased and very very uh, I want to say elated at how well this is turning out so let's talk a little about about act about actually what is involved in saving these seeds so when you're saving seeds the most important thing is to understand the life cycle of the plant you need to know is it an annual is it a perennial is it a biennial and you also need to know what kind of seeds you're looking for in this particular case the seeds are going to be a decent size so I can definitely see when they're ready they're not going to drop on me before I know they're coming and I have plenty of time to gather them but some seeds are so tiny that a gust of wind will blow them right off so you have to be ready for our collard green here once these yellow flowers finish popping and they begin to close up they will start making pods and the pods are what we're going to collect the pods are going to make really hard seed open seed bombs or seed balls and then eventually they will begin to dry out and in a regular cycle they would drop to the ground or something might eat them and deposit them elsewhere and that is how the seed would get spread but in this particular case more than likely I am going to try to put little chiffon bags over them once the pods themselves are being made so I don't lose my seed but you don't have to do it that way you can put paper bags over entire branches if you want once you know those seed heads are going I do try to give the bees plenty of time to feast and do what they have to do before I start you know bagging things up um, it's kind of like why would I not especially since there's other things in the garden that are being pollinated so definitely let them get their jam on and you know don't interfere in that because nature will find a way and right now while I'm out here I'm watching native bees you know little sweat bees little green bees bumblebees and honeybees I think there's one that are just really going to town on this collard it's really cute to see um, some of them are just drinking the water I did just water out here and others are grabbing nectar so it's a beautiful thing
Now, something you want to keep in mind if you're saving seeds, don't be too hasty. Sometimes just because it looks like it's ready doesn't mean it is. And if the seeds have not reached full maturity point and you gather them, you just wasted your time for no reason because the seeds aren't ready. They're not viable. You have to give them time to finish maturing in all things There is a season in all things. There are times when we are to reap and times when we are to wait. So make sure, again, know your plant. If you're not sure, then leave it on a week past when you think think they're ready, as long as you have them bagged, and then gather them that way. And you're more than likely not going to catch every single seed. I'm just going to tell you, some of them may drop... Guess what those are? Volunteers. They should pop up next year. So it's like free plants. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Almost everything in nature is designed to be able to reproduce that way. Not necessarily always by seed, but for it to be able to be reproduced without us intervening. And it's a kind of how the ghost in the machine or God in the machine works to make sure everything continues along and keeps on chugging. Or as... The Grateful Dead would say, keeps on trucking. No? No? You, no? Okay, I tried. So, I guess, once you've got that done, you have to go to the final part. And the last part is, We have to get ready to say goodbye. I know this was a short episode, but I didn't want to take up too much of your time today. And Mr. Buzzy over there really would rather I wasn't in his way. It's a really, well, her way. It's a really huge bumblebee. I wonder if it's the queen. I mean, it's really big. Um, But yeah, so hopefully you will explore saving seeds this year. I wish you well on your journey if you decide to. I will definitely put a picture of this in the Shire. I'm going to do that in about 10 minutes after I finish editing this podcast. If you save seeds, let me know. I'd love to hear your stories on Facebook. And also, if you go to your university extensions, the agricultural colleges where they can teach you classes, or here in Michigan... In certain areas, like the Huron-Clinton Metro Parks or the DNR, they sometimes have seed-saving classes. So you can learn more and really pick up a lot more knowledge than you can on a podcast. And I hope I planted a seed in your mind. No, I hear you groaning. Don't groan. Don't groan. I mean, I just love sharing this kind of knowledge with my friends, and we're friends, right? So, from one friend to another... Um, If you contact me through the Shire, once these seeds are mature, and if I catch them in time, I'm definitely willing to send maybe one listener a packet of seeds. And you tell me how they go go along. Let me know how it comes out. Alright, from my family to yours, love, light, and grace, and I'm glad to see your face in the place. Until next time, goodbye.